it's a treasure hunt, literally. You know, you, you know what I'm saying? Imagine, you know, you out there in the, in the seas, the seven seas, seven, eight seas, whatever many it is. They say it's seven, but um, swimming, you know, deep diving, you know, having a metal detector, you know what I'm saying? Searching for, you know, you're on the beaches or on the forest somewhere, the jungle, looking for, um, you know what I mean, treasure. That's what it's going to take to find a, find a good wife, find a good woman, someone who's compatible, someone who brings out the best in you, you know what I'm saying? So when you're dating, whether it's in Atlanta, we're definitely talking about Atlanta, or in Europe or London, shout out to my uh, my London family, my Europe family, bless up to y'all. Thanks for your support again. My New York, if you're in New York, wherever you at, California, holla at me, Haiti, what's up? It's like I fit. You know, when you're Bahamas, Jamaica, wherever. Make sure that you, the person that you are dating, you're courting, is compatible to you. You know what I'm saying? That complements you where you're going in life. Not where you are, but where you're going. Because a lot of us, we spend a lot of time, one, over-sexualizing everything. So we're looking, we're basing our relationship based on sex. You know, based on or, or how how good I think the hakuchi is. Or how good I, she thinks my penis is. Or knows how big it is. You know what I'm saying? And 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 so what? You know, you, you sleep with each other. I mean, you can only sleep together so much. You can't spend so much time in the bedroom, y'all. Or having sex. Guys, you keep, you know, ejaculating. Um, you know what I'm saying? Whether you're jacking off or just, you know, ejaculating because, you know, you're, you know, having orgasms or, you know, coming or whatever with a woman. Um, you know, you're losing strength when you keep doing that. You know what I'm saying? Which affects your brain and your thinking. You know, and, and it reduces the quality of your sperm. Because it takes about 30, what, 30 days, 90 days to rejuvenate our sperm. You know, some people take 120 days, some guys. But make sure you 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 treasure yourself, you know what I'm saying? If you're going to kiss somebody, if you're going to sleep with someone, make sure it's somebody that you see yourself married to, you know what I'm saying? Make sure you see yourself somebody that, that you can see yourself building with, a family. I want to have children. I want to have kids, you know, one day. And, and I'm going to do that. I want to have a wife, you know what I'm saying? I want to build with a woman, you know what I mean? I'm tired of dating, man. Tired of that. So we're going to talk about that at my dating, our Golden Love Relationship panel. We have on Valentine's Day in Atlanta. Hope your friends, family come through, you know, support. You know, tickets on Eventbrite or go to my website, kevindorver.com or 7queen7kings.com. Me, um, Moise, Michelle, bless up to the king. We're going to do our thing. We got... Uh, Mrs. Desma Roe going to blow on the mic. DJ uh, Miracle Kenny coming through from Fort Lauderdale to come show love, you know. And uh, from, a, you know, so we doing it. I'm doing it. This is our second, my second time doing this event. Second time. I truly do it. Um, not for the fame or for the likes. I do what I do because I love people. I love giving. I love inspiring. That's what I, that's what I do. No matter what country I'm in, what state I'm in. Um, but, you know, much love, peace, prosperity to you. And drop a comment below. Let me know what you think about this video. And share it. Please subscribe to the video and everything. And check out my blog. I got a couple of blogs coming that's, that's, that's just released. Um, dealing with mental health, dealing with relationships. And also Queen Ty, who's also featured in my book, Seven Types of Queens, Keen Desire. Which is this book right here. My uh, second book. So this is my baby right here. And, um, yeah, ebook, paperback, hardback, website. You got it. Bless up. Much love, success. Good luck finding your true love in Atlanta. It's not the easiest thing in the world, but give it a chance and pray on it. Do some more praying. You know, you'll you find her. You'll find him. You know, and um, be real to yourself. And good luck. Because, <laughs> boy, call, dating in Atlanta costs a lot of money. But it's worth it when you find that, that true love. You know, the one you want to be with. Where you believe in marriage or not. I'm not talking about marriage just in the courthouse. But marriage, as far as making a union and agreement, coming to agreement, you know, before God together, 
and um, you know, becoming one. And then you can do the whole courthouse thing and the whole church thing, however you want to do it. But make sure, make sure before you do all of that, if you plan on getting married, whatever type of marriage you're talking about, make sure that you come into agreement with one another before God together, praying together. Like some incense, like some candles, close your eyes and just get the deep connection. That's up. <laughs> your fertility, your purity, your femininity, submission, ability to cooperate, and fitness. And all of that is at your highest in your youth. The older you get, the older you get. Right. But nothing, no product gains, no product gets more expensive with time and use. You just sit back and say, well, I'm more valuable now because I'm not the same 20-year-old. I am this. I am that. Fine. But have you ever been to the pawn shop? Yes. All right. You ever take something you really value to the pawn shop? I have. And did that hurt your feelings when they told you how much it was worth? Yes. I was like, what? Yes. That's you. We the pawn shop. <laughs> Baby girl, I've been there. And you take something you really value to the pawn shop? This is a watch that tells time in France, Moscow, and Star. <laughs> uh, in Fifth Ward, it's worth 50 bucks. <laughs> and did you, uh, here's the thing. Let me ask you a question. Okay. Did you take the money the pawn shop offered, or did you take leave with your product? I left with my jewelry. Well, guess what? Buy a dog. Die alone. There's a funeral plot out there waiting for you. I don't think I'm gonna die alone. But like you, but you get the ultimate point. But I, your, your I standards could. are up here, and you and you, and you're like most women. Go to my show last night, and there were twenty calls. And then the show before that with the single mothers, another fifteen calls. Yes, thirty-five women one. all arguing with reality. And like but six I, of I feel like I'm in touch with my reality. I just feel well, oh, like hold on, hold on, hold on, you're in touch with your reality. You are in touch with your reality. Unfortunately, that's you. That's why I say, guys, women honestly believe this stuff. I get it. You're in touch with your reality, but it's your reality. Our reality is I'm a high-value man. I can pick you, her, 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 her. I'm going to pick the best deal on the market. I know, and that's what I've been experiencing. Um, but mainly what I have understood is that if I bring peace to the scenario, that's also wonderful. Like, I have things to bring. They're no doubt. Bring. But here's the thing. All the things you have to bring, peace. And that's the thing. What about when you bring it and another woman brings it and she's 27 years, 26 years old and wants to have three of my children and no kids? Okay, well, okay, well, let me ask you this one see, more thing. Listen, 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 but see, the thing is, you guys never think that someone's bringing to the table what you have and more. You always assume you're the most valuable. No, I do because it's Houston, Texas. It's a lot of, I know what's out here, okay? But I'm saying to you this, if I consider, which I have, consider that I like dating seasoned men, okay? And I mm -hmm. understand in that scenario, 
what, Season what's me meaning what? Because I'm not having that. Season men meaning what? Season men meaning what? 50 plus. And what does that mean? I'm 52, and I'll tell you right now, I don't date women your age. Oh, but they, oh, baby, but they liking it, though. And uh, I'm just saying it's cool, listen, though. Listen, listen, listen what I'm about to say. Okay. I don't date women your age, not because I can't. It's just I don't want to have to, I don't need to do all, I don't, women your age tend to, this is a, fun back and forth for content, but I'm not going to do this in my personal life. I'm dealing with women who are younger, who are happy to be there. They're cooperative and all sorts of things. And then they, and they listen to women your age and they're like, they know who my competition is. And they're like, oh, I can beat her because all I have to do is not try to be as demanding. And the thing is, I mean, no offense, man. It's not like I've never met a black woman who didn't think her JJ was the bomb. Y'all all think y'all are the ish. And I'm gonna tell you, no, no. And I've and, I, and we, I'm, not, I'm trust me, I've had plenty, plenty. I believe you. You said you was a. And the thing is, so it's like if 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 a woman I'm dealing with is you know a bona fide LA nine, and she's on my program, and she's like, I can beat her because. And I'm not as demanding in the asking all I take her to uh, Ruth Chris. Yep. She appreciates it. I take her to Aruba. She appreciates it. You just expect it. You're like, oh, That's yeah. Not listen, listen, not you. Uh, uh, okay. Let's go down. Let's go to Bahamas. Oh, yeah, I love the Bahamas. We should go. There's a store. Wait a minute. Everything I've done with you, you've already been. Oh, let's have a baby. Oh, I've been there too. Ain't nothing new with you. Ain't nothing new with you. Buy a car. I already did that. You own your own home? I have. I'm about Wait, to own no, another one, though. Home, home purchase. Nothing new. Have a baby. Ain't nothing new. What can, I, what can a man really do with you that's new that somebody else ain't already done? We, we, can, become a, we, can, be get, we can get married. We can become accredited investors. We can travel to other parts of the world that I haven't traveled we can create new memories just within H-Town, domestically. What so else listen to what you just said. After I marry you, then we can go places that you have not already went, but you've been to these places. So what if the places that you've already been, I want to go? Oh, no problem. Because the point, we can no, no, listen, 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 listen. No, no, listen. See, to be a high-value man, I had to work. 60, 80 hours, so I couldn't get out there and travel. So now it's ready to go and ready to go. It's like, all right, we married. Let's go over here. And I'm going to know you already went there. We can try to make it new, man, but you know what it is. Once you've already been someplace, there's nothing new. There's no new magic with older women. And you keep talking about this accredited investor and this and that. We don't care about your money. No, I'm, it's not about my money. Listen, it's about listen, our. Listen, listen, you may do well, but guys on my level, <laughs> baby girl, <laughs> that's 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 what a month income. I mean, really, it's not that big to us and guys like that. It's like no cap, but it's like no. I you can become accredited investors, and it's like. This bag costs more than this. I bought this girl a bag that will cost more than your car. The point is, 
you don't understand that men want to feel like a king. And it's hard to make a man feel like a king when you've had so much experience with other men in life. You got a full nine-year-old. We're gonna go out. Of, we're gonna go out. Of, okay, let's. Okay, you know what? You dating me? All right. You know what? I want to go work because my wife will never have to work. Never have to work. You know what? I want to make content from Spain. All I need is an internet connection. I'll take my. I'll ship my system. I think. Okay, we're going to go to Spain, Barcelona, and we're going to actually live in Barcelona for three months. Oh, we can't do that because your daughter has to be in school. Not true. Virtual learning, and we can bring the nanny with us. And nanny. the private tutor is virtual as well. Uh huh. And I got to pay for a nanny. And I still have to, I still, and here's the thing I don't have my wife in Barcelona having butt naked, freaky circus sex, doing all the things I want to do as a, as a young married, as a, as a married couple. We're, we're already a ready made family doing that kind of stuff. Th that's why you have a nanny. Yes. No, and then all of that. Oh Jesus, she's not listening. See, this is why this is why I say this is why I say <laughs> I you ladies lady don't get it. You, look, ma'am, I've been scenario. on both sides. I've been on both sides, and I will tell you right now. That's why I said women who are pet owners and being you 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 are a parent and your in your um the dating a parent is just there's no the spontaneity. You can't just be spontaneous that's like true. you can't be with that's true. I have And the thing is, the, the kind of men you want, they value those kind of things. True. I mean, you think I'll be like, okay, we're going to go to Barcelona, and I got to gotta hire a nanny, something and so forth. All that is is more expenses. It is. Uh-huh. And then also, I got to... Uh, we got to talk to your uh, ex, your baby dad. We, can, we need to get him to sign off on that because we can't take the child... Out of the continuous five, we got we got to do all that because you just can't take these kids. Mm -hmm. And if we say no, then we got to do what? That's that's that is if that person. Room, I feel like people just make sex so like boring. Yeah, and it's so many things that you can always do to like spice it up in mm -hmm. the bedroom. You know what I mean? So. I just feel like y'all need to spice it. Yeah, up. spice things up, and like I said, try the 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 porn trick that I do. It worked wonders for me in a past situation, but toys, I do that anyway. You can use toys, mm -hmm. make the foreplay a little longer. Maybe you should try some sex pills too. Some she orgasms. Yeah, the she orgasms pills. The mm -hmm. she orgasms pills are great. So yeah, maybe. I think Kiki has a code for that, right? Yeah, Kiki does have a code. It's Kiki for says that. so. I think. Mm -hmm. So think yeah, just look like up she orgasms and use Kiki says so. Mm -hmm. it can and help. It's all natural too. Mm -hmm. So okay, everything's great but the dick though. <laughs> Damn. Damn, you niggas is out here slanging some trash dick. Damn! Please keep me anonymous. Hey, Drea and Lex. Let me start off by saying I love y'all show. Y'all are like the big sisters I never had. But I do need y'all advice. I'm going to attempt to keep this short. I met this guy in a group chat a year and a half ago, and we've been talking for a while now. He's from Toronto and is studying for his master's. He makes really good money for being 25. He's stable and got it all together. Anyways, for my 24th birthday this weekend, he came down from Toronto to spend time with me. 
This mm. was our first time linking face to face and the vibes were there. Great conversation, great energy. He gives me butterflies and keeps me smiling all the time. Corny, I know. No one makes me as happy as he does. I literally be curving men for him. He got me all the gifts I asked for, including the bags and necklaces. He even said there's more coming next month. He could be a BDB, but I want him as my man. But there's a problem. The dick ain't hidden for what it needs to be hidden for. The sex has been very depressing. How <laughs> depressing. Damn. And I don't know if it's me or the fact that he that his meat isn't the biggest. He nuts quick or I just don't nut at all. Sex isn't a big deal, but your honor, I'm a freak bitch who likes to come <laughs> multiple times. And that's not happening with him. He is perfect in every other way, but that he's perfect in every other way, but that. So I, so would I be shallow to cut him off or should I give it time? Tell him the dick not hidden or suffer in silence. Just a note, we're going on a group trip with our friends in December to Mexico. So if I cut him off before, it might change the dynamic. Fuck, this was long. I'm sorry. P.S. He's already working on a sponsorship to move me to Canada and finish school there, all paid by him. Help me, please. Signed, a freak bitch getting weak dick. Um, well, I will say sometimes you do got to give people chances, especially if he's making you feel all this. It's easier to find good dick than it is to find a man that's going to treat you right, honestly. Mm -hmm. So I feel like stuff like this definitely needs to be worked out because I had a situation, I'm not going to lie. I told you about, I was fucking with a nigga. I actually talked about it on the show a while back. I was like, is something wrong with me? Like the nigga couldn't get his dick up. And we, we just, I liked him so much and we just could not fuck mm -hmm. and i was like what the fuck i know it ain't me baby because i don't got no dry pussy now yeah so i was like what is it but it was just like sometimes people need more time to get to know each other and he had we had to learn each other's body and learn what we like now it's like bitch the dick be hidden mm -hmm. so sometimes you do just need to take your time like not everybody can just rip their clothes off and the sex is going to be amazing yeah, I totally agree. I feel like, you know what I mean, if he has all of these other amazing qualities that you love and he's such a great guy, I wouldn't just stop talking to him just because the dick is trash. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like it's, again, it's stuff that y'all could do in the bedroom. Y'all could spice it up a little bit. And, you know, things will be better. But I wouldn't just stop. Because I feel like it's harder to find to come across niggas who gonna really be just doing shit for you. And he give you butterflies. Mm -hmm. And you really like him. Like, it's harder to come across that. those type of things you know what I mean other I mean in comparison to like coming across good dick it's a lot of niggas who got good dick right be trash ass people well uh, it's a lot so. of niggas with good dick but obviously they're not fucking none of our listeners <laughs> shit right so I definitely feel like you should have a conversation with him, though. Like, y'all need to sit down, talk about it. You need to let him know that you feel like, you know, he not pleasing you in bed. Mm -hmm. And this is what you need for him to do. Okay, okay. I think that's a good idea. So. All right, so next one. It says 180 degrees. Hey, ladies, I watch y'all when I'm getting ready or just cleaning up, and you both have become my friends. So please keep going. I love you both and can't wait to hear your perspective. I'm 24, two kids, two and three years old and have been married for almost four years. Before getting married, we were friends long distance and I hadn't really had any serious relationships, let alone sex with anyone besides All right. whatever. But I'm, I'm sure that some people that look at me and be like, I don't like him. He's a two. I don't like light skinned niggas. I'm not attracted to him. That's not my thing. I don't like slinking. Like, it, it might be. And then somebody might say, yo, Sean is a 10 to them because they like brown skin or dark skin men. They like, it's, it's, it's all in them what you like. Obviously. He doesn't like her. He thinks he's average at best. But who is he? He's not God. 
He's not somebody that's going to be there and to, to help them get married. Who gives a fuck what he thinks? But this, and that's how she should feel. She shouldn't have even called and asked somebody, how do I know? She got low self-esteem. That's what tells me she has low self-esteem. She didn't ask him. She asked him how to get a man. That shows me. Right, but she didn't ask him, how do you think that I look? She should So obviously, listen, we don't need, we don't need to beat the dead horse. Everybody knows beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Okay. Right? Yes. Like my trash can be your treasure and vice versa. Correct. Not everybody is going to have a unified opinion about how any one person looks. Yeah. So that's not really about it. It's not about whether she's actually a five, a three or a nine and a half. That's not really what we're talking about. We're not really talking about these two people per se, because he's an individual with his opinion and she's an individual with her opinion. I think more, more so we're talking about the concept behind the video, which is why I sent it to you because the overall idea of the video is that he viewed her as an average looking girl at best. So let's just say that that is the case. Mm -hmm. Okay. He is saying that if you are average at best, you have no right having an expectation of being with a man who's in the top 10% because he would never want you. That's really what this video is about. That's what I found interesting about it. And that's why I sent it to you to get your opinion. Mm -hmm. So self-esteem, this, that, and the other. Now I'm not saying you guys make great points about Mm -hmm. self-esteem and beauty and all of that. I absolutely agree. But what I'm saying is what do you think about the idea that a man in the top 10 percentile or even the top 25 percentile, because the top <clears throat> 10 percentile, they make a lot of money. So let's just say the top 25 percentile who's still living an exceptional living, mm-hmm. wanting or not wanting to be with someone that's average. Mm-hmm. They don't want that shit. You ain't worked that hard to be with nobody that looks like that, yo. This is the point (laughs) that I was trying to get at, (laughs) okay? Like, I'm trying to get to the real, not just what sounds No, but, but, like, but... that's not what we do here. You went, you bust your ass, you made all this money, Mm -hmm. you want to feel comfortable, you want to be with somebody that looks good, that's like a charm on your arm, right? Like, you don't want no... You don't want nobody that looks fucked up. This is exactly why I said we should get Sean to kind of weigh in on this. Because I figured that that would be... Yeah, you don't want that shit. Your reaction. You don't want it. So you're saying that you work hard and it it goes hand in hand with what what he said. Mm -hmm. Because he did, in fact, say a man that is in the position that you want to attain Mm -hmm. does not care about how much money you make. No. Because what you make. We got shit to do with him. Doesn't have anything to do with him. Yeah. That's not what he's interested in. Yeah. Which means that he's only interested in what you just said, which is pretty much arm candy. Yeah. A trophy wife. Yeah. Which means that he's the loser in this situation. How is that? Because, wow. You don't know how that is? No. Tell Even me. though I just kind of. No, I, I heard you. But how's he the loser? He's the loser because mm-hmm. he's missing out on life. Because. Beauty is only on the outside. Okay. So and hold on. Okay. And beauty fades. Okay. But, but this is the and thing. Hold okay. on a second. If okay. you're putting all of your eggs in the beauty basket, uh-huh. then you freaking lose. Okay. Because beauty is skin deep. Let me, let me tell you a something. person is so much more than what they have to offer on the outside. Okay. You you would take a girl that 
is beautiful over a girl that's intelligent, mm. funny, mm. witty, okay. that cares about you, that has the ability to truly love, that maybe was raised in a family Watch with this. love. I'm Hold a, on. Yeah, that I think we raised. both going to get it. Watch this. What'd you say? Hold so on. We both got you. You both got, oh, I want to be gotten. Go ahead. I'm going to shut you up. Go I want to hear what you got to say. Now, now what you're saying is is right, and that's how life should be, right? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. how life should it be. It should mm-hmm. be that it way. It should be you meet somebody that you fall in love with. It doesn't matter of how they look. is mm-hmm. the fact that they're intelligent and that mm-hmm. they're smart and that they take care of you and, mm-hmm. and you can see yourself with them for the rest of your life. Happy. Mm-hmm. And you happy. see yourself oh, happy. happy. Right, but this is the thing. Yeah. What you don't, what, what you see all the time, you see with basketball players, you see with NFL players. I think um, the thing with black women that I've experienced, they um, they put you in line, and men need that. Men need a strong woman to put you in line, and I appreciate it for that because she definitely made my life better. That is very That's true. I'm, I'm, I, I appreciate you, my brother. I appreciate you for appreciating the queens. Uh, no, no, I appreciate you guys for having me on here. All yes, right, thank sir. you, brother. All right, take it easy. Say guys. bye, baby. All right, bye, baby. <laughs> <laughs> what? Turned on. Oh God. And then turn your lawyer, you don't like that? Bob baby. I mean he is a white guy, he's interested in a black guy. Bob okay. baby. All right. Bob baby. What's wrong with you, yo? You kinky this morning, man. <laughs> What's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is anytime you can improve race relations in America, you should. Especially because race relations are trash right now in America. I mean they always have been, but you know, they're really bad right now. And I love to hear white people professing their love uh for black folks. I All right, it. now you we got rumors on the way? Yes, and we'll talk about somebody who actually had to have a baby during this pandemic. And she's talking about how she had to put on a mask while she was giving birth. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. a relationship and he asked me to stop working i stopped working i stopped working all my jobs we moved together you know he was making all the money and at the time i was young i didn't realize i was giving him control and power by stopping you know my own income so when he started cheating and stuff what's up it's lip service i'm angela yee <laughs> i'm Katie i'm jasmine brand and renny richie is here with us for the first time ever hey Hey, hey, hey y'all. Are you in the bathroom? <laughs> it looked like it. I am because my kids are and my nephews, like, you know, Christmas was just here. So everybody is around there playing with toys and being loud. I was like, let me try and hide. Okay. That's like the mom's ultimate hiding place, I feel like sometimes being in the bathroom. Exactly. Only quiet space you get. No, but it, I got a little girl, she's 10 too. So now it's like the bathroom is not even my hiding space no more because even when, if I'm doing my makeup, she in here with me. Like if I'm using the bathroom, she in here with me. <laughs> wow. So you've been locked in, huh? Yeah. I'm enjoying it though. All right. Well, that's good. Oh, that's because you've been doing a lot. But... This is definitely a first for our, our Zoom episodes to have somebody in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> she's the first. <laughs> you know what? You is it echoing? You, no. Toilet talk. You okay. can tell a lot about a person by their bathroom too. When you go to that, they always say in restaurants, you could tell how clean a restaurant is by the bathroom, and you could tell a lot about a person. Like, have you ever dated somebody and their bathroom was nasty? Yep. I can't stand a nasty bathroom or like the bottom of the toilet. Ew. Or the- <laughs> 
I can't stand it. I remember I dated this guy and he had like um, three roommates. This is when I was uh, fresh out of college. Mm -hmm. And when I tell you that was the most disgusting bathroom, I was like, I don't even want to go in here and pee. It was so nasty. <laughs> gross. I couldn't take a shower there or nothing. I was I actually stopped going there and stopped because no, the shower is disgusting. Like showers are, uh, I don't like bar soap with hair on it. I don't like when the back of the toilet is dusty. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's or or you like no men don't really clean up so it'd be hair from like ten bitches ago on the floor. <laughs> definitely, I've definitely seen ten other women. I definitely have seen other women's hair in guys' bathroom. I dealt with like because they don't clean up. I, I, I supposed to. That before too. That's how you find out if a guy is cheating. You look in his bathroom because they don't clean it. Like it looks like the girl had brushed her weave and then like then took all the hair out of the um, and just threw it on the floor. Put it in, <laughs> in the toilet and it was like a glob of hair in the toilet. Uh, uh, I mean, not the toilet in the trash can. Trash can. And I'm like, why she uh, just like put it down the toilet? That's why I was really saying he. I, he I don't to know about his type of woman either because any woman that don't flush her hair down the toilet, so I mean, right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, if you see a pink hair somewhere, you know it's this bitch right here. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, Renny, I know um, relationship-wise, because we've heard you talk about guys on your songs and everything, and you know, you a solid chick, and we all know that, but what's the worst way you caught a guy cheating on you? Um, this actually just happened, like, literally two weeks ago. Um, me and my we've been on and I feel like going on five years now or whatever and I just kind of had a feeling like you know how when you've been with somebody so long they had patterns and you know how they move or whatever so um the season is getting back in so they had started their two-a-day workouts or whatever and he was like I'm about to get ready to go to sleep mind you I just left from down there like three days ago he's like I'm about to get ready to go to sleep you know we had two-a-days I'm tired today it's seven o'clock I know you like you don't need you don't go to sleep at all bro like <laughs> so um I'm like nah something funny so he's like nah you just want to pick an argument you want to pick an argument now I, I know this is what you do you deflect when it's when you're trying to get out the phone you pick something to be like all right I, can, I ain't gotta talk to her for the rest of the night let me pick an argument I'm like it's a bitch down there so he sends a whole video like it's not a bitch down here blah 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 never answers the phone act like he's going to sleep I'll FaceTime and then he accidentally picked one up he's sitting in the bathroom up but you're supposed to be asleep. It's like four hours ago. You said you was going to sleep. So I book a flight. I get on a red eye and I go to New Orleans. <laughs> okay. Um, I pop up at the hotel and I get a key to the room. And I only have to use the key because as soon as I get to the floor, the housekeeping is cleaning the room up. And I walk in and the bitch is in the room. Damn. Oh, shit. Now, back up a second. How did you get the key? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Right. See what had happened once I told them <laughs> this was my fiance, and they I had been there like a few times already. Like they know we together or whatever. So I'm like I lost my key. I had my old key with me or whatever, but I'm sure the room's got rekey. Whatever. If I had my old key, I'm like, can you just rekey my room? And they just gave me a new key. So what did you say when you when you came in there? Um, I asked her what her name was, and I was like, you know, he didn't tell me he had a girlfriend, and she was like, no. And, you know, thank God for, you know, growth, because the old me would have just hit the bitch. Right. Like, but, like, I'm older, and, I, you know, I'm a little more mature, and I, I'm learned, learning to be a logical thinker. So I'm like, she did what any woman would. She ain't wrong. She don't owe me nothing. So we just sit in there talking or whatever, and I'm, I'm like, I should, like, fuck this whole room up. I should fuck this room up. I should wait for him to get out of practice. And I'm like, no, both of us going to be in jail. So I don't do that. <laughs> but I just talk to her and I leave I fuck his PlayStation 5 up I take some shit Woo! I know he give a fuck about 
and I just leave and I don't say nothing. I never texted him and told him what happened. I waited for him to call me. Randy, you know somebody could have used that PS5. You ain't have to mess it up. You could have just took it. Yeah. I know. I think, but uh, you know, at that moment, I was so impulsive, and the only thing, like, I wanted to fuck something up. I I'm just playing with girl. you. It's fine. I'm kidding. You're not gonna regift. <laughs> and I didn't want to fuck nothing up in these people' hotel room either, because I'm still thinking like he got an image, I got an image. I'm still trying to protect us at the same time. Right. Ain't that some shit? <laughs> Everybody knows this was your boyfriend though for quite some time. So you think that she really didn't know about you? Um. I mean, whether she did or she didn't, that she not obligated to, you right. know, not fuck with him because he my nigga. So right. was she cute at least? Whether she, she like she ain't me. <laughs> I would say, yeah, I'm, listen, I'm not. I she was. I'm. She's a cute. She's a cute. She was a cute girl. Like she just looked like a young girl. Like she was a cute girl. You like, that she's very mature. She, I right, love that. that. Is very yeah. mature. Tell she done things in the past, and she's thinking about her career now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, listen. Me and this nigga have been through the worst of the worst. When I say any situation you could possibly think about being in, we done been through that. And um, you know, I'm tired. At that, I don't think I'm mature no more. I think I'm just tired. You gonna take him back? Are you gonna take him back? Um. Damn. Uh, my thing be all right so listen we just start like we just started back trying to work on shit again because i went and i tried to like date other people and like lead a situation along but they on the same type of time so my thing was you know i'd rather be with somebody i really give a fuck about and put up with the shit and see what's gonna change over here versus going through this with a whole new person i'm trying to get to know you and dealing with it the, like these niggas ain't shit so y'all still together basically <laughs> no, we no, we single, but we together. It's toxic. <laughs> there you go. She said it's toxic. Now, Gigi, you could perhaps shed some light on this because Gigi Girl, didn't do this. I didn't see the revolving door of a relationship, and I finally got out of it. And I mean, I had those same sentiments. I felt like why well, put up with the next nigga bullshit when I can put up with this nigga bullshit, and I'm already accustomed to this bullshit and know what's gonna come along with it. Right. Well, I gotta start something new with somebody else, and it's gonna be the same bullshit. I might as well know what I'm dealing with and what come along with it on the on the pros and the cons. So, you know, I went back time after time after time again. Um, I eventually ended up leaving and, you know, we no longer speak. So we aren't together. But um, I, I feel where you're coming from with the whole, like, you know, I'd rather just deal with the bullshit that I'm used to. You put in like I, 10 years, Gigi. That's a long time. Yeah. I was the same person for 10 years. But I also think that has something to do with, like, just being a part of the industry. Like, whether I used to dance, too. Like, whether you dancing, you rapping, you know, you modeling. Being a part of this industry, like, you don't really have the leisure to date around. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and go through trial and error. Because as soon as they see you with somebody, they're going to assume you fucking, even if y'all not fucking. So you get seen with so many different people. And then your name is kind of, like, fucked up because people just assuming. So it's like, you know, it's a blessing and a curse to be doing what we're doing but as far as a date in life it's like it, it kind of puts a strain on it but do you care like do you really care if people think that you fuck <laughs> you know because it is oh no because they gonna they gonna say well, i'm fucking me, anyway but... i done heard stories that i don't fuck so many niggas i ain't even seen some of these niggas but they don't have my pussy and i ain't even know about it so hey i don't I did a whole list of guys that i slept with and they put some women on there too and Ooh, some nice. of them some of them, I didn't even know who they were. Never met them before in my life. I was like, oh, I gotta find this. List. I had to just not care. Like I was just like, Fuck it. no, it'd be funny hearing them stories, like whole stories about yourself, and you'd be like, damn, who made this up? Because I kind of want to talk to them and hear what else happened because this shit felt good. 
but it ain't fucking happen. Right. Like, I want to meet these people that I supposedly, yeah. I want to see that list. <laughs> now, let's talk about, um, <laughs> so when he did call you, what was that conversation like? That's some typical nigga shit. My, he's younger than me, too. So, you know, he his maturity level is not where mine is. Uh, but you're young. I, I have my kids. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm 29. Yeah. I'm 29, but I had my son when I was 16. I had my daughter when I was 18. So, like, half my life I was a kid. The other half of my life I've been a mom first. So, I feel like my maturity level is just even different from girls my age, even, you know, with kids, because mine's just a little older, you know. So, I I try to look at everything, you know, all the way across the board and take those things into consideration. He's younger than me. He called. He like, um, did you take my Louis Vuitton bag? I'm like... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, have you seen my debit card? I'm like, no, nah, I ain't seen your debit card. And we got off the phone. Because at this point, I ain't about to, I, we don't got to address nothing. You don't want to address nigga. You know what the fuck you did. So when it's up, just know why it's up. Mm-hmm. And then, but like you said, it's been off and on. So, and you said it's a toxic relationship. But is this the person yeah. you see yourself with, like, married? Uh, if I had to pick, Right now, from <laughs> yeah, if I had a pig right now, you know, from the you know, the people in my pond right now, yeah. Do your kids like him? Yeah, my kids love him. That's hard. It's just toxic with the with the adult shit. Like, we we live together, like, it's just toxic with the adult shit. Mm-hmm. But I don't involve my kids in that. We don't display none of that to you know, the kids. Now, does he ask you questions also about if there's rumors of you dating people? Or does he ever come to you like, man, what? <laughs> this man questioned me about everything, like every little thing you could think of. And I, I know it's his conscience. Yep. That's what I was going to say. Of course, he's going to ask you because he out doing his own dirt. So any little thing yeah, it's his conscience. about, he's going to bring it right to you. That's like, how it's you. literally his conscience. His conscience eats him up about every little thing. And I know it probably is like intimidating being with me with the attention and stuff I get and, you know, being around rappers and, you know, you're a ball player. So y'all looking at rappers like they get looked at in, as individuals. Y'all get looked at as an entity unless you're a franchise player. I get looked at as an individual. So when we out, some people know you, some people don't. But when people know me, they know exactly who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that play a lot into it, too. I feel like that play a lot into why you cheat. Mm, like his own ego. Mm-hmm. Insecurities, and especially yeah. when you signed, right? Because you signed to um, what is it, Wolfpack? That's part of QC. Wolfpack. Yeah. yeah. So how did he feel when that happened? Because that's intimidating to be around those guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, believe it or not, when we when I signed, we weren't together. Like we was on our little off shit. Like he was out doing his thing, and I was really just focused on myself. He still takes me and told me congratulations or whatever. But I mean, I know he was happy because I was leaving the club. Like, I was right. stripping when we met, so I was leaving the club, so I'm, I know he was happy about that, but at the end of the day, the rap game, just like the strip club. <laughs> how did you, how did you meet him? <laughs> okay, so he went to, he was going to college, playing college at ball at um, USC, and we both from Columbia, but we had, like, mutual friends or whatever, and being that he younger than me, like, some of the promoters who I, they would book me to come, like, dance and stuff, and I was like, you know, the popping stripper and our state or whatever and he was just asking about me like he was checking for me or whatever and I he came in one night and we just chopped it up and that was it I was bored for real I was like getting out of a relationship I had 
been single for like a year and I was just trying to like I I went into it like fun like this gonna be fun this little boy I ain't gonna take this little boy serious because he's younger than me and I'm used to dating older guys I'm like I ain't gonna take this little boy serious like it's gonna be fun or whatever but we just clicked like we we real cool mm-hmm was so did you want to leave the like were you did you enjoy dancing in the club was that something that because I know that's something that like it could be I'm doing this to get some money or you could be like this is actually fun how was it for you um, I went into it doing it just to like provide more for my kids because when I started dancing, I had two jobs. Like I was working for a military financing company and I was working at like the trap clothing store, like, you know, where all the drug dealers and stuff go to. Excuse me. And um, I'm like, you know, I'm making money, but I ain't I ain't able to give my kids the extra. Like I'm I'm able to pay the bills, I'm able to do the necessities, but I wanna I want my kids to live like and my baby daddy was in prison so this whole time i've been raising my kids by myself i see the girls like i started working the door first that's mm-hmm. how you get in there i started working the door first then i started bartending i'm like man i'm watching the girls dance i'm like these bitches ain't doing shit these bitches ain't cute <laughs> like <laughs> is this all the fuck they doing and they leaving with bags oh nah sign me up the crazy part is my first week dancing i didn't make no money what? I did not make a dollar. I was in the hole. Wait, like, the city where you dancing in? I, my first time dancing, I went to Orangeburg, South Carolina. Oh, uh, okay. I, but I'm from South Carolina, so, you know, I wasn't going to go to, like, no big, crazy city because I was still nervous. Like, I was really jumping out there, like, winging the fuck out that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I ain't had no real dance shoes. I went and bought some damn lingerie and had on some little regular thigh-high boots when you went to the club. I'm looking real baby girlish. Like, did you, you know how, like, I know I'm a real girl. baby girl. And I don't went and bought this big, long, synthetic wig trying to cover up who I am and everything. Bitch not even thinking, girl, you got tattoos. They know who you are. Like, People already know you. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like I was a nobody going to dance. People already know you. Now I'll be looking at some of that shit like, who the fuck let me think this was right? <laughs> but I went in there for the money and I got tired of it. I'm like, you know what? I'm finna leave. He's like, if you leave, like, that's cool, but I ain't got nothing for you. You can't take, you ain't got shit to leave with. Right. I came back home, had to go, I had to swallow my pride and go back to the club. Like, everybody know that's embarrassing to leave the club, be with a nigga who up, be put up, got this, got that. They have to come back because you know that was all that nigga shit. I was like, when I come back this time, I'm making I'm making the most out of it. Like if I'm gonna be dancing and people gonna be talking about me, I'm gonna make sure they saying, but she the baddest bitch in that motherfucker. She getting that motherfucking bag in there. <laughs> ain't she ain't playing? And that's what I did. I went there, I turned that bitch all the way up. <laughs> <laughs> and so you started rapping while you was at the club too. No, the crazy part is I had tried like. I was pursuing music before I started dancing. Like, it was just something I always had an opportunity. I was like, I had been presented opportunities to do, and I fucked with it. Like, I wrote in for my school newspaper, I was in school journalism was like my shit. I love writing poetry. So, like, I was into that shit. Um, but it just was not the right times. Every The first two times that I had the opportunity, it wasn't right. One, my kids was too young. The next, my money wasn't right. This time came around, I went looking for it. And I just happened to know, you know, like in the club, you form business relationships with all the rappers, all the people, you know, who you need to know because the strip club is rap culture. So I knew these people, but I never told them like, oh, I know how to rap. I I ain't pushed that on there because I'm thinking about making some money. Fuck all that. Um, But I wanted a career. Like I wanted 
my son's job shadowing day had came up and this is what really made me like nah bitch you gotta find something else to do because i asked him i said what you know what did you tell them at school that i do because i ain't take you to no job to shadow shit i'm like well, you just stayed home that day i'm like what did you go tell them you know that i do he was like shit i mind tell them i tell him you did nothing i said you stay home that's your job you stay home with us i'm like man that's for my child to know what I'm doing and be protecting me mm-hmm. because he ain't even telling me he know what I'm doing. I didn't find out my kids knew I was stripping until I stopped. Mm-hmm. So he not even telling me at the time he really do know what I'm doing. But for my child to, you know, have to go make up shit and, and not have nothing to talk about with their mama that they could be proud of. I'm like, I need a career, bro. I'm making all the money in the world, but I ain't got shit to talk about. I can't show shit for it besides like, some bags, some, you know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't filing no taxes. I wasn't handling it right on that end. Right. And what about, what did he say about his dad? Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, cause that's tough. That dad, that dad probably been home from prison maybe three years, maybe. Like he had been home from prison long. He got locked up when my son was one, and I was like three months away from having our daughter. They both got the same dad. So they don't really have a, you know, they, at that time, they really didn't have no relationship with him. They was just meeting him. You know, they was trying to find something. So I don't really think they even think about right. or thought about him at the time. I saw an old tweet, um, I think from last year, you were talking about, I, I guess you were saying whether or not you were comfortable letting your kids see their dad when he was locked up. Yeah, see, I, I didn't let my kids go to prison and um, see their dad. One, I, like, I got a little boy, and I don't want him to feel like being in and out of a jail is normal. Like, he a little black boy, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I don't want you to feel like this is normal. I don't want to normalize that for you. And I feel like by bringing you to see him, and it could have been selfish on my part, you know? And if he felt like it was selfish, I do apologize to him for that. But I feel like I did what I had to do to protect my kids. You never met your daughter. Why would you want the first time you meet her or her first memories of you to be in a jail? This is a listen, girl. You done did a lot already. She done lived 29 years old. <laughs> you done live, girl. <laughs> it's nice that your kids are so grown, too. I always feel like it's kind of dope to have done all that already. You know what I'm saying? Like she's like she grown, she grew, grew with her kids, too. <laughs> yeah, we definitely, we still growing for real. I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. Like, Girls who I know I wasn't the only girl in high school pregnant. I wasn't the only girl, you know, who ain't listened to their mom. I have my girl at seventeen, and it's like yeah. right now we are at the point where she's grown, and I'm still young enough that we enjoy a lot of the same things. We were just in the club together like a month ago, <laughs> like drunk five o'clock in the morning, and she's twenty four. I'm forty one, so yeah, it's like see. I had her at seventeen. We was we grew up together, you know, we very very close, and it's like at this point I have friends that are my age that got little ass kids. And they can't do shit because they got little ass kids. And I'm like, well, bitch. Mine grown. Because <laughs> mine grown. Mine yeah, so grown. For me, it was hard back then. But I, I, looking back at it, I would rather go through what I went through then to have the life that I have now versus being in the shoes of my friends that are older with younger kids. But to each I, his own. No, I definitely agree with you. And then, you know, other girls had kids young like us. But they call their grandmama's mama and they call their mamas by their first name. And I like, I really raised my kids. Right. Like I really, you in you know, here in the bathroom right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I, I, I really like my mama ain't make that baby. So my mama ain't needed to raise some of my babies. Like I was grown when I laid down and I was grown. And I took care of them. And I figured it out. And 
Like I, me and my kids have open discussions about everything. They know I'm mama, but anything we we gonna talk about it all. Ain't nobody gonna give you no information or talk to you about something that I'm gonna tell you right first. I ain't, you ain't never gotta be scared to come talk to me about nothing. So we talk about what I did. We talk about their daddy being in prison and we learning with each other. I see, I really sit and ask my kids like, do it bother you when I do this right here? I'm trying to like, I'm trying to see something like, we really talk. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah, that's amazing. I love it. And you did everything you did for your kids and they probably so happy to see you as a rapper. Yeah, do they, do you let them listen to your music? Yeah. They my, they listen to everything because I, know I don't believe in I don't believe in filtering no music no TV no nothing because at the end of the day they, they gonna see it somewhere like yep. the cartoons is about the same as the music now so yep. they gonna see it somewhere and it ain't no music or no television or no YouTube parenting my kids I parent my kids they just you know consume that it ain't leading they, it's not teaching them anything in no type of way right. They be listening to hands on your knees. <laughs> yeah. They, they, my, they know all the words, too. They know all the words. I catch them slip up. I catch them slip up. They would have said a cuss word or something. I'm like, yeah, I heard you. <laughs> Get out the I heard that now. <laughs> so let's talk about just everything that's been happening for you. Because you did put out, um, during the pandemic, you've been putting out music. And so, and you've been having time to sit at, be at home and, you know, be with your kids probably more than ever before since you don't have to travel right now too much. So talk about deciding to put out some music during this pandemic. Well, I was, I actually was getting ready to put out Real Bitch Radio and it was supposed to be my album, which we getting ready to put it out now. But um, the rollout, I wanted the, I I had more creative say so with this one. So I wanted the rollout to really be intimate and personal. I wanted to really connect with my fans because everybody putting out a lot of content now, but they're not really touching the people no more. They're not really making their fans feel included. And I wanted to do that. I want to do pop-up shops. I want to do private listening parties just with my fans, you know, shit like that. So when we couldn't do that, because quarantine started, I was like, nah, like, let's hold off on that. But I still want to get them something. Like, I, it's almost been a year since I put something out. I only put Big Rennie out. I got signed with no original content out. I just got signed off Jack and Beats. So I put Big Rennie out. I went, it took a whole year to try and figure myself out, figure my sound out, figure out what it meant to be an artist. But I'm like, nah, they need something. Like right now I got to get them something. So I pulled a couple songs off Real Bitch Radio, put them on the quick tape, took that fucking picture. That picture was really a gas station picture that I just had in my camera roll. Like, shit, we finna use this. And we gonna call this motherfucker quick tape. Like I had to be really resourceful with no resources. So. That's how it came about, and I'm glad I did it because I feel like it sparked the conversation. I had kind of, like, died down. I wasn't staying in the conversation. I wasn't giving people nothing to talk about, so it it sparked the conversation back up, and now people looking for shit, and they ready, you know, for me to drop shit, and they consuming the stuff that I am putting out because I got them ready for it. Right. Now, before you signed with Wolfpack, were there other people trying to sign you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I actually went out to L.A. and recorded with Kanye. Um for good music he wasn't actually there he was supposed to be there but then it was like valentine's day and him and kim did something and i really was thinking about going that way um but what made me take into consideration like not doing it was because i felt like i needed somebody who knew how to transition me from where i was coming from mm-hmm. i i needed people who like really knew like the streets i was coming from the trap i yeah. really need you to understand i'm not coming in here polished i'm not right. coming in here knowing what the fuck to do I want to shake my ass. I want to pop my pussy. I want to talk about getting money. I want to be me. 
And I didn't want to go nowhere where it was going to be like, oh, you got to be this way or we need you to do this. I didn't want to change myself. Right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, I'm glad you did what you did then. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I did what I did too. It's been a long process, like a lot of trial and error, but you know, I'm, ultimately I'm glad with where it's going now. Yeah, I think that make more sense anyway. I see you on songs with City Girls and Lil Yachty and I think I could see just that lane is more your lane than being on I don't even think good music does it still exist? I don't know. I'm mean, yeah. you just seen, you know, yeah, that was another thing too. I'm like, y'all got Sianna Taylor over here. Y'all got, you know, good artists on y'all roster. Y'all ain't they ain't really being handled the best way. Like yeah. all of I wanna do that. I'm not trying to be shell. And with going to Wolfpack, like baby, you know, he on he QC and Wolfpack. So I was the first like solo artist, just Wolfpack. So I knew like I was gonna be priority. I right. wasn't gonna be shelved. I wasn't gonna be, oh, we gotta fit you in between here. I, like and that's what really like had me, yeah, we're gonna grow together. Yeah, yeah. And you are able to stay true to yourself, which is what really matters because you're able to put out the best product and the best music and give what you know you feel with the people right. that when right. you have control, that creative control over your over your music. So that's no, I ain't gonna lie, the first project I ain't really I ain't really had that much control, but I ain't know no better then either. That's why when the second one came around, I was like, hold up, we doing it this way. We done tried it y'all way. We doing it this way. I picked the name for it. Like, that's why I said my first project was kind of Big Rini. I've been doing this big shit, but you know, I ain't really have no say so in like the shit that mattered. I didn't know it mattered then. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, shit, I just go record the music. I say what bitch I like, hear the name, hear the title, and that was really it. And right. then I saw how it came out, and I'm like, nah, it didn't make sense. Like nothing about it made sense. It was just like, oh, she put a project out. This time we're gonna do it right. Every time after this, we're gonna do something that makes sense. Right. Well, good. Now I want to get back to talking about your on again, off again man. So, so <laughs> in relationships for a long time, right? Because the dick is good. You think that's part of the reason why you stayed in you're staying in this relationship? Um, shit, I taught him everything he know. He, he know <laughs> <how to> leave, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um I think I think with me, it ain't just about being good. It's cause I will keep fucking on you until I find somebody that I really wanna fuck with, like I'm gonna take serious. Cause mm-hmm. I ain't gonna just be fucking, you know what I'm saying? I keep fucking on my old nigga and be dating a new nigga trying to see if this the nigga I want to fuck with. And that be the problem because, you know, that sex be having you talking yourself back into some shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that be a lot of the problem. But I just don't be like, I ain't finna catch no new body and this nigga don't even work out. I can stay <laughs> over here. This nigga hey, don't you don't like to be here. alone. You don't like to be alone. Yeah, I don't. I, I do not. I do not. I'm like a serial. Like, I need love. What's the longest you've been by yourself? Single? Probably a year. Okay. That's, not about, that's not bad. That's a long time. I feel like a year. I, but it don't be no. me either, though. The niggas begin with me, and they just want to like stay around. They just never want to leave me. I, I don't know what it is. It must be the seven bell in me. My mama say I start cooking and cleaning too much. I was gonna say you probably have a lot of maternal instincts when it comes to relationships too. You know, having raised yeah, that- kids, and then sometimes being with a man is like raising a kid. Yeah, and she could cook. <laughs> Yeah, down my best friend, she be on me all the time like that. She say, "You always want to get around niggas, start cooking. Wonder why he don't want to go nowhere." <laughs> I love to cook shit. I'm gonna keep you fed, baby. 
Now, when you say you tell him everything he knows, was he not good at first? Because now this- no, he was good. Okay, but you told him more. He just young. He just was young. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know what you know. In college, y'all just fucking. Like I ain't go to college. You know what I'm saying? But I know like when me and my baby daddy was fucking around, we was just fucking. We was right. kids. We didn't know what we was doing. We just right. you wasn't trying it. to please each other necessarily. Yeah, right. yeah. So like you know, the first time we had sex, I was you know he. Gave me a little head. I'm like, oh, you know what he's doing a little bit. Okay. Okay. You know, he had a little stroke on him. I was like, cool, I can fuck with this. Like, I bet. So, like, the more we started doing it, like, I just started teaching him, like, the shit that I like. Because I'm into, like, I like all that freaky shit. Like, spit in my mouth, choke me, like, snatch me up. I want all that. All that. I did see a picture on your page of you getting choked. And you have, you that ain't me. That ain't me. Okay. I said it wasn't her. It's a photo dump. It's a photo dump. You know, I like to do the little photo dumps. I've been doing it for a long time. You know, I, I'm just I like getting it ready. Myself. It just made me think, so in your head. That's, that's what you. she into. Yeah. It should have been me. Right. It, it, it should have been me. It was an expression of you, even though it wasn't you in the picture. Yeah. It's, I wish it was me in the picture. <laughs> you, <laughs> ever picture have was sexy as fuck. you ever have marks on yourself after sex? Because yeah. it got rough. Yeah, I'm, she's as pale as the rest of us, of course. Yeah, I'm yellow as fuck. I, look, I got a big fucking bruise over here right now. I, I bruise so easy. So, yes. There'll be a yes. There'll be yeah, a yes. Okay. I can't believe it. I no. cannot get into somebody spitting in my mouth. It just can't. I can't yeah. do it. Yeah, I can't. It's not my ministry. It ain't for me. No, I'm with all that shit. I don't <laughs> want no hunk spit in my mouth. No, I don't want yeah, it no- gotta be like sexy and like yeah it's like and i every nigga ain't gonna spit in my mouth now i that's just i don't just go collecting spit (laughs) (laughs) i don't just go doing that but i do like it like me and him got like a little we got our own little vibe when it comes to like what we be having going on it works for them what about a golden what about a golden shower no it's gone too far i don't know some people are into the from from (laughs) spit to pit People no, do that in the I'm shower. Cool. I'm childish because I don't even catch. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm childish. I'm not catching on that. No. Uh, what do you What are you doing? Uh, I'm not catching. What catching? But what? Honestly, I've been fucking the same nigga for five years. I never see the nothing no more. Oh, uh, okay. There you go. Gotcha. But you don't ever want to, um, guys, like, I feel like guys like to see their come sometimes. Like, they like to see it come out. I like that. They money in a strip club. They like to see that jizz, baby. They want to see it. They want to see it on you. They want to know it went down your throat. You know. Now, see, I'm with that. I like to watch you nut on me sometimes. But, like, especially we doing it from the back. I want to turn around and watch you nut on my ass or whatever. Shoot it down my spine like that. I'm into all of that. I'm not, I'm not catching it in my mouth, though. Damn, not even no. for his birthday? <laughs> she she really feels strongly about this. Look at her. Look at her. But I, I'm confused about how he could spit in your mouth, but, but he you can't. None yeah. in your mouth. Come That's on, crazy. Now. That's Come on. totally different. It's just like different. I'll take nut before I take spit. Uh-huh. Me too. <clears throat> no, you should try mm-hmm. it. Does she really I'm a kisser though. I'm a kisser. I like to kiss. Like if we tongue kissing, you let spit. Like we swap a spit. So I mean that nut shit though is just I don't I don't know we we had a discussion about it before and he was like I don't like I don't be moving when you squirting in my mouth like shit that's different you better not move like that's <laughs> different 
the textures are two completely different things. Like, but isn't it okay? So you can squirt. Isn't that a lot more than come? Like when the, I've never squirted. So I haven't I'm, either. I haven't. I've never uh, squirted. It's it's a whole lot more. It's a lot. It's it's kind of like a golden shower if you think about it. And he catches uh, that yeah. in his mouth. Multiple people, is it pee or not? And no, he don't catch it in his mouth. No, I was just don't. saying hypothetically. Uh, if I was to do it, you better not move. Yo, 